0: Hello and welcome to the ah, Podcast.
1: My ears, dude.
0: Why? Am I too loud?
1: Ah! It was. Um. I, I mean, now you're fine. What's going on with your?
0: Oh, you have me up. You have me I have up. you up. Yeah,
1: oh, I have wow. you up. Yeah. Let me put you down a notch.
2: Expecting that Matt smooth intro, and then it's like, ah, we got, we got a jo- we got a George intro out of Matt.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh. Alright, alright. I've, I've lowered you, Matt. You are of a lower status now. <laughs> it's all that uh, Hunt Showdown that we played. Oh yeah, that'll really humble you because you, you know you, I remember your first humble, chat huh? message. You're like, "Oh, this game's easier than Warzone."
0: Humble. That's that's what happened in our last last play. That, that, that's what I did. Yeah, I humbled myself
1: yeah. after four wins. After we it's fucking very green. humbling experience. <laughs> Liam's left out. This, this Liam's this not gonna know the magic this this week. I've watched me,
2: you play enough that I kind of understand <laughs> what I'd be getting into.
0: Let me let me tell Liam what happened. Okay. <laughs> Liam saw me post in the chat. Oh, we're this easy. This is easier than Warzone. We we just win. Blah 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 blah. I was just talking shit in the chat. I was like, whatever. And then and then I play with George. uh the first day after, um, he was like, oh oh, it's easy, huh? I want to see. I want to see how it is. I want to. I want to see, see if you're actually gonna be winning, huh? And he's doing all this, right? <laughs> That's right. what I'm We fighting. have a few yeah. rounds, and we, we win one of them, right? But the next day, you know, after I, you know, me and Patrick have learned the game, all right? We're still missing a few things. He's still talking shit.
1: I was not
0: talking shit. Four matches in a row we win. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Four matches was- in a row we win. Not just one.
2: How can I talk shit when things are going great? I was, I was like,
0: we win a match every, every day, and every day we win a little bit more. This time we won four matches, so that today we have to win five or more matches. George. And on, on
1: Matt's day 10 of the game, we're going to have to win 10 in a row. <laughs> That's it. You just
2: keep building up and up and up and up. All but, I can so remember from fun. the chat is that yeah. you couldn't get it running to begin with. What was that? Oh, it was oh, crashing. Oh, it was
1: heartbreaking. The biggest tragedy of 2020 by far. <laughs> it's uh it's like the H&T crash uh
0: people are having.
2: Oh, so it's like a, it's a normal thing. Like people, yeah. other
0: people are having it as well. Full screens tends to mostly fix it. Um I've been ha- I've been having issues with Warzone. Strange. Like a lot of issues with Warzone. I mean, Warzone is complete trash when it comes down to the performance like it's just like my my friend constantly has like some type of issue his sound goes out yeah. his screen goes white every second frame i was i was I getting crashed. warzone crashes yeah
1: crashes on on my end too with warzone but
0: we're just so addicted to the game that we just deal with it and we just talk shit no. like
1: oh this game is fucking
0: garbage we load up another game oh man what a shit game load up another game Oh, my God, it's 200 gigs. Load up another game. You know, it's, 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 a, it's just a fucking abusive relationship that we have with that game. <laughs> you just can't stop. So we were looking for another game to play. And then George is like, oh, my God, the hunt showed out. It's so good. And we were wondering, like, how much George was invested. But George is invested. And George is invested. he does not camp like he's been saying on the podcast. He actually plays the fucking game
1: stealth game you you sneak your way to a hiding spot hover around it and
0: this is this is the the most fun i've ever had playing a game with you the most fun (laughs) i've ever had playing a game like george you play the the game like it's perfect for you first of all it's perfect for you and like you're you're stealthing in the right areas i might be more aggressive in certain areas but it only just reveals more people for you to shoot and come out of the Matt himself. jumps
1: up and down and makes a calamity <laughs> on the rooftop while me and Patorek are like p- scoping out the perimeter, sneaking through the bushes, <laughs> picking off the bad guys who are aiming at Matt and not us. So there's binaural
0: audio, and there's like audio is a huge thing in this game. So, you know, me jumping around on the roof on a tin roof is pretty bad. Is <laughs> <So, laughs> anyone in the area?
2: This you is you like, just thought oh acting God. is the bait.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I and. What we notice is that um, people are scared when you're doing stuff like that. Because it's are like, oh, no, this guy can aim. Like, Who's fuck this that punk? shit. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no. Because I'm, like, running around, jumping, 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 jumping,
3: jumping. I was like, come on, come on. Come, come at on. me, motherfuckers.
0: Because <laughs> let me tell you, like, I've had games where literally you're, everyone's just waiting,
1: waiting. It's a one-shot, one-kill game. And... So they, they, they're afraid if it sounds like you know what you're doing.
0: And, like, there's moments where you're just, you're just creeping up and you will just turn to the right and you'll just see another person creeping up. Someone you did not hear. You've been in the same spot for five minutes and you just see another person creep up and you're just like, oh, shit. One time, me and Pat were just in a brush. We came out just a little bit. All of a sudden, we see another guy going the same direction. I clip him. He's down. But we're waiting to see where the other guy is because it's duels. And I was like, okay. We waited out just a little bit just to see if the other guy would come and get him. I go over the fence. The guy's been waiting behind the fence for five minutes. Didn't move a fucking muscle. <laughs> George for tactics. For five minutes. Yes. George tactics. <laughs> I got him.
1: But holy dun, shit. Dun, it dun, scared dun, the f- <laughs> like i
0: never been so tense in my life those are the type of moments like like the hunt you, know, you just don't get that in in other games like this like, it's i it, i guess it's br
1: is battle royale but eh, it's
0: very, very it's such a mix different.
2: it's an interesting mix yeah. of all
1: sorts of fun trends lately yeah
2: i don't know i would definitely be like jumping on the roof and shit i can't i don't have the patience to be waiting around a fence for five minutes it's
0: it's not as bad as like playing Fortnite and just walking in some big field for like twenty minutes, and all of a sudden
1: you get sniped Snipe from across the map from like yeah. some MLG well, I mean, kid that's fans. twelve years that, old. That yeah could happen, but if you move with stealth and move tactically, yeah. it's not less likely to happen. Yeah. If it, uh if if you if you sprint across the map, it's likely you'll get popped from the bushes, but if you creep through the bushes then you'll probably hear them before they see you
0: yeah i'm surprised how um often it doesn't happen with my play style because there's some play styles where i'm just like all right
1: aggressive oh when i was a a noob it happened a lot with my george tactics like i used to play very very defensively and if they if more than one pe- person knows where your hiding spot is, and they decide to push you at close range, you're kind of sort of screwed because it takes so long to fire up a second shot after your first one with these old slow cowboy weapons.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I prefer it. Um, we were talking yesterday, it, it makes me. Makes me. It reminds me of a World at War call of duty when I used to use the M1 Grand a lot, and I you always make you always see me use the windfield, the silence yeah. windfield. It, it, it yeah. just it feels right. You know, you shoot, you have to reload, shoot, reload, and in fights like you're just kind of dodging around, doing little crouches, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, oh, who's gonna shoot the head first? Who's gonna shoot the head first? It's so fun for me. Like, it's and I pull so out a knife. Awesome. Yeah, like we had a high intensity moment um one of the last matches we had where where we're just fighting three people uh me and me and the new guy and just like like man that was so fun to do
1: like like you you two were circling around a hay bale (laughs) like like firing off this old rusty revolver at at each other around a hay bale
0: yeah 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 it's all aim i'm i'm old i got boomer eyes and boomer reflexes (laughs) <laughs> I can't, I can't do the Twitch gaming all the time, like Warzone. Like, I can probably cop out, squeeze out a win every once in a while, but I can't, I, I can't do it all the time because the boomer reflexes of some of these young kids. I can't, I, I just, I just cramp up, man. I just cramp up. But this game requires you to be slow and rewards you from rewards you for the aim that you have. And if you have that already from when you played games when you're younger, all you old guys and girls out there can you know you know squeeze out squeeze out a few wins like like we've been doing four in a
1: row, four in a row.
0: <laughs> it's fun.
1: So yeah. so did I do a better job this time than with ancestors? Did did I did I recommend oh, a yeah, good yeah. one? Yeah yeah okay,
0: ancestors. Good, good. But I you know that's my fault. I knew what I was getting into. This one forty dollars forty fucking dollars for this one for i think it's so steep for fine. what it is it is I, so I, steep. I,
1: I have absolutely what what am i at now i don't know like our i've probably played 60 hours of that game in the past two weeks it 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 stuck with me it's a blast i think there's enough content there and definitely enough polish there for forty dollars yeah. with a name like hunt warzone like i was expecting cheapness i was expecting something like the calling hunt warzone hunt warzone hunt showdown <laughs> <laughs> you see like that sounds it sounds so generic like that is not a good name to represent Hunt
2: warzone sounds even more I, generic.
1: It, it could have been called something like uh a uh, uh, d- sneaky billy and and the swampy hillbillies or um i like the hunt (laughs) better what the
2: fuck is wrong with me? (laughs)
1: just the hunt yeah the fact that it's hunt colon showdown makes it sound like hunt is a series yeah but hunt is a common verb yeah yeah the game has quality to it it looks like a crisis engine premium experience uh, the dynamic lighting to it is beautiful. There's there's incredibly good art work that got put into everything from the menus to the weapon designs to the characters. The environments are gorgeous. I think I think it looks. I am not offended by the forty dollar price tag after having prestige twice and unlocked a few legendary items and uh <laughs> you know uh, squeezed uh, tens upon tens of wins over the week. but without using the cash up. Yeah. So just 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 to tell people if they I've never even touched the cash shop.
0: You know, they like, "Ooh, the hunt showdown." And then they they spend $40 and they realize, "Oh, there's a cash shop." George says you don't have to touch it. I haven't I haven't looked at it at all because I mean, I am what I'm, like, yeah. low level, and I've been creaming guys with, with George, who's prestige twice, so...
1: I'm not offended Ugh. by the extra monetization stuff. It's very useless game features and yeah. cosmetics that they're selling for the premium currency. The, and the, ga- the guns do look good, I, though. Oof. I do not feel like I've missed out. The guns do look fucking good. Oh, boy. You can, uh, you'll can you'll, you you'll get them when you prestige and stuff. They, they trickle in slowly. You don't have to buy them with real money. You, are you saving them? Are you saving them? In the, in so, the- so when you prestige, you get one legendary item, and it happened to... I, I got it for a shotgun that I never rarely use. Also, mm. I'm not the kind of person who cares about that stuff anyway. I'm not a fucking Zoomer! <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, the shave.
1: The shave. All
0: I said was Zoomers are really good at video games. You just straight up attack them. You just I don't pay them.
1: for cosmetics and video games. I'm not a fucking Zoomer. <laughs>
0: Twice. <laughs> but it, the uh, legendaries are permanent. Yeah.
1: Well, tempor- short-term permanent. You still have to buy them with your short-term currency, but you unlock them in the long-term.
0: Um. Just one... Important thing that we forgot to mention: uh, the hunt is uh, uh, like Tarkov. You you die, you lose everything when you die. So
1: <laughs> there's that. I think of it more like Counter Strike. Like if you get two wins, you have enough money to buy most of what you're gonna need for the next round. And if you lose twice, you might have to specialize in some of the cheaper items that are still functional and winnable, but I, not as good. Yeah,
0: I guess the rounds do go quicker than usual.
1: I, I think it's like a really slow-paced Counter Strike is how they modeled the economy. If you ever got into Counter Strike, then you're mm. familiar with what I I, what, I played losing money ones. when you die, yeah. and getting money when you win, and spending that on the op. I played Valorant, and that was pretty slow mm. too. And I was just like, oh no, yeah. I I don't know. I if I, could I do have this. been interested in that. I really don't. I, I I don't know if I'll be able to swim with the Zoomers with that one, but that does look like something that should cater to my The sensibilities
3: yeah, yeah.
0: The, the, the boomer, <laughs> boomer reflexes you can definitely d- do well with boomer reflexes i i did okay but i it's you have to be so consistent for about like 20, 20 30 minutes those, those those rounds are long, long you know? are so long you have to win like 20 times or something like that but i i only played a couple games so don't don't how's the the
1: Time to kill. Do people like die in a flash? Yes, like in that game. Yeah,
0: yeah. You you die quick. I mean, usually if you go around the corner, you're having a fight with someone, you're gonna die. Um, but you you do have health, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, like snipers get you in one shot, stuff like that. It's, it's like call it's 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 Counter Strike. It's Counter Strike. Maybe a I little like bit beefier than Counter Strike, but yeah. Like Strike. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely not my thing. Definitely not my. I do like the slowness, but it's not my thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, For for you guys, probably. What about you, Liam? You you, you played any? Uh, you play Valorant or uh, Hyperscape
1: or any of these new ones that's been competitive FPS?
2: No, I was I was briefly interested in Hyperscape, and then I caught a couple of the beta reviews, like some of the impressions, and it looked shit. Like Yeah, I
0: played a little bit.
2: It it sounds like all of the weapons are imbalanced and just there's a lot of like things they've not learned from battle royales over the years and they've kind of yeah. just gone for the standard. It looks like the the movement and everything's interested interesting, but ultimately they've fucked it, kinda of rushed it out maybe. Um so yeah. that killed that interest. I don't know, man. Multiplayer, as we discussed, like multiplayer games are tough just because of time zones. So I, ne- I never even keep up. I, d- I just don't even bother. It's hard to schedule these things.
1: We did get to do Jackbox. With we the, did get uh, to
2: do that, but it did require uh, me waking up at seven a.m. in the morning. I missed I missed that, that did not
1: diminish your razor sharp wit, though, friend.
2: I did win. Yeah.
1: I can't believe I missed. I did this. love those penis shirts. Oh, the penis shirts. Okay. Oh, you
0: guys are definitely yeah. playing Jackbox if you have a penis shirt.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: also yeah. the trivia master. I won the trivia murder party twice. I suck at trivia. I suck I at trivia.
1: can't believe how much worse I was at that one than the other.
2: I dominated, to be honest. Dominated. But yeah, 7 a.m. So like, if I had to shoot people at 7 a.m. to wake up and play, I don't think I'd be any good. I could barely wake up to draw t-shirts, let alone. Shoot people.
1: I absolutely do better at competitive FPS when I have coffee flowing through me. I've I noticed this back in my Siege days. Mm. Getting jittery on coffee will like have me peeking left and right all the fucking time, like like making a good mental map in my head of where where the players have been and where they haven't. (laughs) I I I think I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys have ever tried that or whatnot. Coffee absolutely is my my gamer stimulant of choice with this stuff.
2: I mean, coffee Um, got me through Jackbox, but I had to wake up pretty damn early to get it.
1: The tragedy of of that Jackbox was that I requested that we switch to Drawful, but then didn't join the lobby fast enough to (laughs) actually... (laughs) Yeah, when we were playing TKO, I kind of blanked a bit. And then later on, as the session went on, I started jotting down some ideas I wanted to draw later, and I never ended up getting to draw them. I wanted to draw, like, like the angry video game nerd looking at a digital foundry report of something running at only 59.9 FPS, and I never got to draw my doodle of that. And, <laughs> oh, I knew everyone would have loved it, but now they can just laugh at my my scribble of that vicariously through imag- the power of imagination. There's no way we have figured that shit out. <laughs> some, Nobody would. No, no. I had like skills. I had a bunch of tabs on my Windows of stuff I wanted to to trace over and draw over. I was I was ready. I had an assortment of fun gamer. At tags. least you were
2: not like some of them. No, no names mentioned, but some with drawing tablets who turned up to the. They're like, wow. what is this shit? Come on, use your mouse or your trackball or your finger. Don't use your ball. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. really good fun. <laughs> <laughs> outside of that it did it did you know it made me want to play more multiplayer games and stuff like that i'm hoping we can do more in the future in the meantime however i'm stuck playing single player games one of which i did uh i think i briefly mentioned last week that i started playing it but this week i played a lot more of it and then i was playing through our discord and having uh, some of the lovely siblings and dads watch uh, was panzer paladin you guys heard of this? No. What's
1: Panzer Paladin?
2: Panzer Paladin. It's made by a studio called Tribute Games. They previously made uh, Mercenary Kings and Flint Hook. Probably Flint Hook is the biggest. It's uh, founded by former Ubisoft guys in 2011 who did like the Scott Pilgrim game back in the day, oh. which was a really. Is this the same pixel artist? Um, I don't know if it's the same pixel artist, but it's people who worked on the Scott Pilgrim game. But as you can see, it is a it's a very nice looking game. The pixel art is very very nice. The uh, robot looks great. It's very NES inspired, sort of similar to you know Shovel Knight or whatever. Um, I don't know, man. Paul a little, a little Robertson, that's
0: the guy's name. Right? Like a Ninja Gaiden or something.
2: You're,
1: yeah, yeah. Looks like like Paul you're, Robertson.
2: You're like spot on that because it tries to follow in that. Uh, vain not to, yeah. in terms of its difficulty but in how it punishes the player when they die and stuff like that mm. uh because i don't like it
1: Uh oh yeah
2: i don't like it i and i'm so disappointed because i was really looking forward to this game and anybody who was watching me play it through the disco stream will realize why it's because it's like Take what you know about Shovel Knight and then the polish that those guys add to those games and then take a company trying to emulate that kind of style but missing out on the polish side. So then you just have this really pretty-looking NES game with Promise that never delivers on anything that it immediately sets out to do. Like It's hard to explain because the game tries to go into depth about so many things. First of all, you play in this mech which I guess is the Panzer Paladin. I don't know. You're like a rescue <laughs> bot that turns into this, you know, robot that is one of the last robots that has to attack. It's kind of Mega Man styled where you choose your own like boss to take on, uh, and you don't know which order of difficulty they are. It's all around the world, different stages, kind of like a Street Fighter 2 map. And then you go to the different places in the world trying to defeat these bosses. So you can play as uh, as the mech. You, well, you mainly play as the mech. But you can hop out and jump out as the main character who is a woman called Flame. And she has like a Castlevania style whip um, which she can also like grapple onto things. And it's so strange because that in itself sounds pretty fun. But the problem is the game is segmented into moments where you play the mech and then very, very brief moments where you play as the woman. You can't... Pass the the robot bits as the as the woman, so you don't have a choice. The game forces you to. So immediately already, it's kind of pointless because it's just another way of moving. The mech moves really slow. She has a grappling hook. There's not that many things to do with a grappling hook, uh, and she has like she takes like one hit and she dies. So that sucks. There's not much. There's no variance in the stages in terms of like oh I'm gonna play as the robot this time or I'm gonna play as her. Like literally, the game just wants you to. Plays the robot, then you'll get to a point where the robot can't move forward. And then you'll have to hop out and then carry on as the woman for like a minute. And then you have to get back in the robot and then continue the stage because otherwise you'll die. And it has these grappling hook bits that are really difficult because the whip only goes straight forward. But for some reason, then when you jump towards the grappling hooks, it goes in like a diagonal direction towards them, like it would move in eight directions. But why can't it just do that normally? instead of like just moving left and right. It's really confusing. It's not really confusing, it's aggravating because then (laughs) you don't know how much your jump is going to be. Yeah. And then like, so the game is built on a lot of platforming, you know, typical NES style platformer. The robot attacks with these multiple different weapons. I wish I could like visually tell you or have a screenshot of like why this platforming sucks. And I I forgive anybody who likes the game. Some people just like those hard NES style games that are unforgiving. This is not Shovel Knight, where you have, like, you know, you're hopping around and feeling pretty good about it. Like, you have to literally, if you imagine, like, the edge, right? And you're playing this big robot, you have to stand with the robot's back foot basically on the edge of the platform with the rest of his body hovering over the edge. So he's just basically hovering to be able to clear any jump because the jumps are purposely spaced. So you have to reach the very end of a platform and then you land at the very beginning of the other one. Oh. There's like no, and we tested it and that we were like, we were going over it because we were like, this can't be right, but it's literally only one jump arc. There's no pressure difference when you press the button. No. So when you jump at the edge, you only barely just make it on the other platform. So it's meant to be, hard like air quotes hard but it's not it's just stupid because the character's hanging off the edge you don't know if you're on the platform or you're not it's like it's so ridiculous how frustrating it can be considering like I wanted I want to draw you guys an example just to show you like like it's like this I'm watching it yeah like this is the edge and the robots (laughs) are hanging off the edge like this (laughs) For, for
1: those who, who would like like it described, Liam just held up a post-it paper that uh, had an <laughs> image of um, pants with a uh, little, little, little L-shaped angle underneath it to uh, demonstrate to us what it's like uh, dangling oh. your pants off the ledge in this game.
2: Yeah, and, and so you have to do that. So you, I mean, you get used to it, but it's annoying because if you fall down a ledge, you immediately die. And the checkpoints in this game are very few and far between and at some points they are just honestly fucking stupid like oh you fell near the boss cool all the way back to literally where the start of the game is because we only put one checkpoint in this whole stage (laughs) haha look how hard it is no it's not it's fucking stupid it's punishing for no reason if you're jumping And the way your platforming works means that it's always a risk and no reward, and then you punish people who fall down platforms all the way back to the start of the level. That's not fun. It's not cool. It's so frustrating. I was really, like, having an annoying time with it. Like, it wasn't not – it's not that it's not good. It's just not fun. It doesn't feel good to miss things because the robot was not – halfway hanging off the edge my pants weren't falling off the edge (laughs) (sighs) so that is frustrating and also (laughs) so it has this it tries to have this unique weapon system where there's multiple different types of weapons you can have katanas which are swords you can have broadswords and bats and axes and they all have different types and they all break because they've all got durability that doesn't last very long either And when when it runs out, what you can do is you can break the weapon and then you'll get, like, a power-up, whether it's, like, a heal or your attack goes up or you can cause, like, a spell. Um, So when your weapons are about to break, instead of it just breaking, you can break it on purpose and then you gain, like, a power from it. So it's completely random, like, what weapon will have what spell. So sometimes you're like, I really need a heal, and you'll search through all the weapons you've got and you won't have a heal. You're like, well, that sucks. And then all of the other stuff doesn't really do anything. So you have all these weapons and it's like, there's no animation difference for any of them. They all feel the same. They all seem to do the same power. Like the durability is different and they have different stats, but all of them tend to kill basic enemies in one hit unless they're small. And if you throw them, you immediately lose them. If, um, it's so annoying. <laughs> Cause then you'll beat a boss and the game will like make a big cutscene about you gaining the power of the boss via a weapon, and you'll get a weapon from the boss. But even that special weapon, as soon as you go into the next stage and use it, will break and you will never get it again. As far as I know. You'll never get it again. The weapon's hmm. broken. And it's like, why make a big hoo-ha for a weapon that I'm I'm literally gonna use for a minute and it's gonna break while I'm fighting normal enemies. Yes, it will kill them immediately, but it will break. Me- like as soon as I have started half of the stage, it's so annoying. Yeah. I played like ten of. The, I I can't remember how many stages there are, but I played like ten of them. Maybe um, some of them are just stupid. Like they're not. They're not hard. It's like it's difficult to explain that it's not hard. Like the enemies die in one hit. You know, if you time the platforms, you'll be fine. It's just that it doesn't feel good. There's no polish to it. Like, there's no forgiveness (laughs) in terms of landing.
1: Hey, Liam.
2: If you say get good, I swear to fucking God, I'll punch you in the face. (laughs) It's just
1: as bad. Are you ready?
2: Yes. How do you feel about the the term
1: artificial difficulty? Yeah, that's
2: exactly what this is. It's absolutely 100% this. Why do weapons have shit durability? If I want to break them, I'll break them. Like, if. Th- th- ah, like, you have a unique system where if I risk getting the spell, I gain the rewards, but at the same time, I lose the weapon I'm using. That's cool because it's my choice. But if you're just gonna break my weapons anyway, and then I don't have any weapons when I fight the boss, or I have to fight enemies just by punching them, that's not cool. Let me choose let me choose and then also the checkpoints to even take a checkpoint this is as artificial difficult as you you get you have to sacrifice a weapon and put it in the checkpoint so if you've got only one weapon there's always a checkpoint before the boss and if you've only got one weapon you have to put it in the checkpoint and then go and fight the boss with no weapon or you fight the boss don't put the weapon in the checkpoint And if you die to the boss, and remember, they're like NES bosses. They're not difficult, but they are cheap. So you might die the first time you fight them just to learn their patterns.
1: Learn the pattern.
2: You will not go back to that checkpoint. You will have to go back to the previous checkpoint. And there's usually only two per stage, which might be like near the start of the fucking stage. And you're like, at this point, I'm just not going to play anymore. I'm just going to stop. This is not fun. Fuck this. It's so frustrating. Not only the underutilizing the fact that you're, you've got this cool duality of being a mech, a really strong mech and then you know, kind of a glass cannon character that's more mobile. your platforming sucks. your weapon system is could be better, and like your checkpoint system is punishingly stupid. Like ah, it's ugh, I'm so disappointed, guys, so sorry i really wanted to like this game it looks so good the mech looks great the art is amazing the music is meh which is also disappointing because you think it'd have like a in nes soundtrack to it it doesn't it's very flat but yeah just go play shufflelight or, or something similar because <laughs> yeah, not I just,
0: this i don't know i stay away from games like this man I, I don't know. When
1: I look at this and hear what you say, it makes me want to get into Curse of the Moon. Curse yeah. of the Moon is better.
2: Curse of the Moon is better. Like, somebody asked, actually somebody did ask me that when I was streaming it, which is better. I would 100% say Curse of the Moon. It's, it's a challenge, but not punishingly stupid. Sometimes you might have a bad checkpoint that has a couple of screens before the boss, but at least that checkpoint won't be all the way back at the start, and I didn't have to sacrifice my only weapon to get it. It feels better, there's more variety with the characters, you know? If you've got two characters, you can do multiple different things that are different about them. That's something Panzer Paladin doesn't seem to recognize. There are sections in Curse of the Moon where, if you have a character, you can get through it. But you can go through every section with all the characters, so there's more choice. In this? No. This is the mech section, and this is the girl section, like, mm-hmm. just, here we go, get out of the robot, Shinji! Go! <laughs> get out of it? <laughs> yeah, just get out, Shinji, do the the part without the robot, and then get in the robot, Shinji, and try again. So, oh, so disappointing. Play Curse of the Moon instead. That's it. Speaking of of, of anime...
1: Anime. Oh. anime, anime. <laughs> we were just gonna talk about some anime.
2: Welcome to the anime section.
1: I'm still going through Cowboy Bebop. I'm, I, I'm sorry, I don't have another game to talk about this week. Past, past three days, a good old internet friend of mine has gotten into Hunt Showdown on ev- every one of those days, and have spent like a couple hours showing them the ropes and getting clips for an eventual review, and um, earlier this week, I watched more Cowboy Bebop. I'm approaching the final stretch. I'm into like the late teens as far as the episode numbers go, mm. and yeah,
2: this is getting really, really freaking good. I wonder if you'll trust us from now on.
1: Okay, I think it takes a few it took me a few episodes to get into the groove of it because no one like no one talks about how weird this show is. Yeah. How like like postmodern and genre-defying and unconventional a lot of the story arcs
2: so- are. Yeah, he's not good at bounty hunting, and that's kind of the point. Like it's it's funny. He's Mike, he's a loser, to be honest. <laughs> he's just a, a, an adorable loser.
1: My favorite episode so far is the one where they're all just like accidentally getting high on shrooms while ed goes off and catches the bad guys instead like there's so many episodes where they do nothing but accidentally stumble their way through like these these hilarious series of coincidences yeah the that mushroom episode and then the one where they have to find a vhs tape at the uh the old old earth antique stores and then <laughs> Oops, they they got the format wrong. Like there's there's this humor and humanity to it and a a willingness to not stick to um conventions that that does remind me a lot of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Maybe a little bit less weird than Neon Genesis Evangelion, but yeah, more so. stylish. Like like it's it's more into being freeform freestyle space jazz. They feel like uh it feels like a fully realized version of what would be like a demo real animation. Like, an, a, a really fun exploration of an incredibly stylish world. The one thing that, that's not getting me though, I, I do like the co- comedy relief episodes better than the we're finding out your character's tragic backstory episodes. Like, when, when Cowboy Bebop tries to be funny, I'm having the time of my life. When Cowboy Bebop tries to be dramatic, it's a little more hit or miss with
2: me. Um...
3: No, go, blah, blah.
2: Because the soundtrack carries that shit so hard, mm. soundtrack. which also soundtrack. just arrived on Spotify by the way this week. Took him a while.
1: That's funny that that I'm getting into it the week the soundtrack came out. I wonder if some some sort of marketing wizardry was happening there with that
2: timing, specifically for you. Yes, George. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm
1: dude. We it's 2020. Every fucking thing you see on social media is like got some kind of advertisement skewed into it at some point. You scroll down Twitter and you see promotional tweets. Maybe I saw a Crunchyroll that mentioned it around the same time someone on Discord might have told me to try to get into it around the same time they might have been bumping some sort of money into some marketing campaign. I don't know. I don't believe that I'm making my own choices when it comes to a lot of marketing commercial stuff that I know I'm falling for. You want to talk about the dub and the subs and the scripts and the localization?
2: No, because I've only watched a few episodes of the dub when I, on *Tsunami* back in the day. And then when I became a real human being, I watched the uh, subs. Of <sighs> you're course. killing
1: me, Liam. No, because... you're killing me.
2: <laughs> no, no,
1: I swear. I swear on, on the upcoming November election that oh, no. a couple weeks ago, you were telling me to switch from, from the, 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 the subs to the dubs. No, because I, oh, I Steve think... Bloom's voice acting is so good. I think,
2: I think. The dub is pretty good. No, that was more me. That was Matt, yeah.
1: Than Liam.
2: Yeah, it was Matt.
0: Liam was like, subs all the way, the fucking subs are the fucking way to
1: go. And I was just like, Steam. dude, the
0: dub is like so
2: fucking yeah. good. Steve Bloom is okay.
0: good,
1: I will admit. I, 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 Around four episodes in, I listened to them both and didn't ultimately decide on the dub. And it wasn't because of the voice acting so much as this the it's translation and the localization. Yeah, a line that was subtitled as I've liked jazz since the day I was born turned into I've loved jazz since the doctor slapped my baby's bottom. And I just like, I got to go with that. I got to go with that. That is so <clears throat> much more colorful and lively and, and sounds like something someone would actually say as, as a human being speaking English than, um, than than what the subtitles were giving me. I still, if, if I'm sleepy, this wooden anime voice acting. Yes, this wooden anime voice acting. It kind of makes me a bit lethargic. Yes, makes George a bit lethargic. It, I, I still don't know if I, if I appreciate anime voice acting that much, but I am really appreciating Yo, the script and Jet the humor Blackie. and the music.
2: <laughs> the fact that his
1: name is Jet Black, I think that shit is hilarious. <laughs> He's
2: amazing. Also, the uh, Japanese voice actor for Jet Black died a while ago. He was super famous oh. in Japan. Dude, you're, you're about to finish an anime. Is this, like, your first?
1: What? No! I, <laughs> I, I, I have finished these 20-episode, like, one-season runs. We did last year around the same time I was doing Evangelion when it came out on Netflix, right? Oh, yeah, that's I keep true. talking about how, like, my formative teenage anime experience is FLCL, and I keep trying to compare it to those heights of, uh... You know, that, that sort of uh, virginal we'll first rush of discovering something cool. Virginal. Oh, yeah, speaking of, like, Great follow-up on a on a concept anime style with great soundtracks. FLCL, I you know, I was like like 14-15 at the time. I don't know if I'll ever experience that high again. I'm just chasing yeah. that anime high for the rest of my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice digestible 14-16 episode series, something in that range. Like I I don't know if I can Make any promises anymore to try to keep up with these big, never-ending shonen series.
2: Speaking of, my hero anime. How in the in the
0: fucking hype? Oh, have okay, you been Matt. Liam. Okay, how yes. hype. Have you been, Liam?
2: I'm pretty hype. So finally, for whatever reason, My Hero Academia, Boku no Hero Academia, has. English subtitles on the Japanese Netflix. Now it ends at season three, episode twenty-five, which I don't know if that is the latest episode or not. So, is My Hero Academia on season four now?
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it ends. It ends on season four. It, I mean, it already ended season four. Okay, so, so Netflix is behind.
2: So I'm still catching up to the end of season three. Oh no! But then I will move on to season four. But so I'm going through the. Like uh, the provisional license exam thing
0: now. Okay.
2: And it's good shit. I forgot how much I like this show. It's really yeah. good. It's tight. Good. It's very tight.
0: Season 4 is good too.
2: Tight shonen. Really I'm, I'm all in for tight shonen. Like, Ooh. it's funny because... I
1: don't know if those two words are like
2: a great, great combination. What? Anime. It's all about tight shonen. Oh. oh. Anime. Ah, oh, no man. Kun. <sighs> so, it's good. I don't know. I can't say much else apart from I'm watching it again, Matt. I'll be, I'll be there soon. I, I will admit, having watched Becky, which I thought was pretty fast, and Kengan Astra, which is best My Hero Academia is faster than Becky for sure.
0: Pretty fast.
2: It is pretty fast. God, it, like, it gets moving. Like two or three episodes max for like a fighting conclusion, like beginning fight. Flashbacks. Conclusion. Yep. Flashbacks are oh good. This is why I'm having trouble. It's so good. Uh, I'm really, I'm like, I started again by watching the end of the uh, season three mid or whatever it was with the uh, yeah. all, all might versus all for one. Fuck. Even just watching that episode again. Ugh, ugh, that's so good like mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good and I don't really enjoy it it's been like my mm. anime power hour before I go to bed and uh, almost caught up to the end of season 3 and then I'll move straight on to season 4 somehow
0: I, I want to be in their room while they're like doing lines
2: oh they're,
0: they're, are they're we gonna, gonna have a, an
1: anime night? night on discord anime <laughs> anime,
3: <laughs> oh, anime. Oh yeah. man!
1: So Matt wants to be be around them when they're doing lines. Gotcha. I heard that much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're dazed out, George. Dazed out over there? No, no. I'm just listening to to you wanting to do lines with the anime in the same room as them. You know what's next for you, Hunter? Hunter, 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 George. That's what's next for you. No, oh, you're only saying that because I love Hunt Showdown so much. Okay, so this
0: is this is this is the Anime that you're gonna finish, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, why, why doesn't he fucking write a fucking chapter?" oh
1: and you know, yeah. so. Joff Jeff said I might like Hunter X Hunter.
2: I've tried to get you met him. Back. That's what you're about to tell. No, you, you met no, him, and you know no, why? But you can't up. tell
0: because you know. <laughs> no,
2: no, I, I downloaded William the Shonen Jump agreement. app for my phone, yeah. and I signed up to the two dollar subscription a month. So I could catch up to One Piece and read on my iPad. it's really good. Like clean scans. Mm-hmm. It's legal, I think. I don't know. Um <laughs> I mean it's shown and jumped, so it must be. Um I am catching up legal, to One Piece, but there's a shit ton of manga in there that I've never read. So I'm gonna yeah. like dive right into all of that, neck deep, as soon as I caught up to One Piece, which I'm very nearly caught up to. Fuck me! One piece is as good as two. It is good too. Speaking of lines, um, yeah. Fuck games. If I have to deal with Panzer Paladin, I'm just gonna go straight to watching the good shit on Netflix and then reading my manga in bed.
0: The The Last Dance is now on Netflix. By the way, I've been tickling. <gasps> you can that, finally watch like it. it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty 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 intense, man.
2: It's intense. It's very yeah. good. It's one of my favorite documentaries for sure.
0: Oh, damn. Shit. Can't wait for the next one. I think
2: it's very good. I don't even care about basketball, and that's how good it is. It made me
0: care. No one cared about basketball until Michael Jordan stepped on that court. Man.
2: No one cared. It made me care about a sport I don't care (laughs) about in a year when I was four years old. (laughs) That's how good that documentary is. (laughs) I like
1: uh, what Netflix is doing to make documentaries cool for the kids these days. You know, I I have a lot of concerns about the ethics and journalism of Tiger King, but uh, it was also just like damn entertaining, informative entertainment at the same time. I was recommending Behind the Curve earlier, and they apparently are making one on ice. The Immigration Customs Enforcement <laughs> in the United States. I thought States. you were just
2: super into ice. It's like, they... a... <laughs> it's like a concept. Shaved
0: ice. Cubed ice. Crushed ice. To,
2: to paraphrase
1: the story, they pitched Donald Trump's uh, uh, new heads of Homeland Security on making a documentary about deporting illegal immigrants. And apparently these guys were super excited to show how good they are at enforcing the borders. And they ended up recording a bunch of illegal tactics that are now going to be shown in the documentary. And and ice is now requesting that Netflix don't air the documentary, nope. which already like shows a lot of culpability of, of guilt and shame. And whatever it was, the film crew was recording with these guys whose actual job it is to like snatch people up and, and, and send them to way shittier countries. Yeah. Fuck those guys. I want to see that. I'm reluctantly appreciating what life these uh, all these Netflix documentaries are breathing into the format, and it kind of makes me want to make documentaries when I grow up. Okay, Zuma. When you grow mm-hmm. up. We could do it yeah, now. Yeah, when I grow up, I want to make Netflix
2: documentaries. <laughs> we, can make a, we can make a documentary about how you never finish anime, because it's no doubt you're going to get to the second to last episode of Cowboy Bebop and never finish it. I need to oh my God. finish
1: things in general first, don't I? For for people who like
0: cameras, it's fucking, we're recording this what fucking Tuesday? A 7s three yeah. finally fucking came out. They're fucking just fucking reviews on the shit now. You you guys don't know? You guys don't follow cameras? Oh, this is totally a Matt thing. This is totally a Matt thing. Is a Matt thing? Okay. Well, it's uh, somebody screamed out there.
2: Oh my god, what? Let me check YouTube. Yeah. Considering we have a photography channel in our Discord, I think it's appropriate that you go oh and my tell god.
0: us, man. I, I should probably, like, throw a little message. Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> it's, it's a camera that's been rumored for years, man. It's like Sony came out with other cameras, uh, updated other lines of cameras, and never updated the S line. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit. All of a sudden. Like finally. Oh, it is! Oh shit, it is the twenty eighth. Fuck, shit. Yeah. yeah. And July is time flown keeps by. slipping into the future. Oh my it's god, crazy. it's gonna be it's gonna be August so soon, guys.
1: I really hope I can like reset my sense of time next year when this lockdown shit is over. I fucking hate not sleeping normal hours and constantly being surprised at what day it is.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm surprised. I was like, wait a minute, I I could swear it was just the twenty sixth.
2: I mean, it was, technically. <laughs> no, I mean, it's well, yeah, technically, but it's just,
0: wow, I'm, I'm losing it, guys, I'm losing touch. <sighs> I'm just, like, waking up, working, and just, like, hanging out or playing a game, and just going to sleep, and then repeating the same thing over and over again.
1: Weekends are not weekends anymore. <laughs> Live,
2: game, repeat. <laughs>
1: It's been a year since I've been on a single date. <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> George, let me, let me, let me, let me holler at you real quick.
0: Let me holler at you real quick, George. We, we can, we can, we can make something work. Let me holler at you. I just took pictures for my friend for his ticket. <sighs> I'm telling you, man.
1: Oh yeah, you can, you can get that hot new camera. Yeah, yeah you
2: could, you could buy the camera as an excuse to take photos of George, and so we can. Set up George's Tinder account.
0: Dude, I, I I was um I, I used well I didn't have the camera yet so I, I was using the, the the iPhone, you know I was using it, the iPhones are pretty good. Uh, well, but yeah, this, they are. This they the are. 11? They really are. Yeah, the little small ones.
2: George is even better. The new iPads. I can't believe how good the camera is on that thing. It's yeah. insane.
0: Yeah, video on that is pretty good too. With you like <sighs> taking video of like your kids and very, shit it comes very out good. really well. Yeah, yeah, I've seen people use it. Where that. are my children?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we're going to squeeze out little little, little little, children. What mixed babies over there. No, we don't. we'll mix babies over there. No, don't. Babies over
2: there Calm down, Matt. We're not having children yet. No, we don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll mix children. We oh, let me say it yet.
0: louder so she can hear.
1: Say out some mix <laughs> <laughs> Let me not break this fucking <laughs> <anymore. laughs> bar. I have nightmares of, like, my kids growing up to turn into Gamergate supporters. <laughs>
2: Well, that'll, be, that'll be on you to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's the way you bring them up, man. It's the way you bring them up, man.
1: You I don't gotta, know. You just
0: gotta steer them in the right direction. Man. There's, there's I mean, only so, so work, much but... I can do
1: when, when all of their internet communications are going to be dominated by a completely opposite set of values and ethics. You know, you can,
0: you can train them to be outside most of the time. Train them like a dog treats uh, yeah, give him stories. treats. Give him treats. <laughs> take him for a walk. That's exactly how to teach him. Teach him tricks. Do not take any advice from me. <laughs> I, 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 I've 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 grown up with my mom being a director of preschools, so I, I you know I I've I, I've seen it. I've seen the the shitty parents and stuff. So
2: what you can do is you send up like a, a terrible post about somebody that's a complete lie on 4chan, and then put the hand on the mouse. And If they don't click it, if they don't click post, they, they get a treat. Give him a treat. There you go. Good, good job, we, Jimmy. That's how we fix the internet. Timmy,
0: Sean, what, 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 what you gonna name me, kid? George. Chad. Oh
1: <laughs> no! Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. fucking name on
0: Chad.
1: Oh no. Chad no,
0: Weidman. George. George.
1: They'll be named George.
2: Chad Weedman. Oh, it works! Why does Chad <laughs> Oh my god, that guy will definitely kill somebody.
1: Thanks for ruining my future, guys. I'm gonna be lying on my deathbed alone, thinking play. back on this conversation, and being like, boy oh boy, this shit could've gone even worse.
0: Fucking documentary. It's gonna be like the next Tiger King documentary. Chad,
1: Chad sitting on my deathbed alone, having not made a Netflix documentary, uh, wondering whether or not Chad Weedman would have made my life better. Yeah, kids, kids, kids tend to make your life better most of the time. That's
0: mostly, that's mostly what parents say. Mostly, yeah, not all of them. Lies mostly such a gamble (laughs) oh i love my kid oh but you you see you see a lot of maturity come in when people have a kid man like something changes in them
1: clicks yeah but having grown up from being a kid i realized that you don't see a lot of maturity in most people until like 20s to mid 20s and i don't know if i'm willing to wait that long with someone who lives in my house
0: you just you just need to meet that right that right someone, George. Just right, right someone. You know that feels good.
1: You want. We'll make sure they don't raise a gamer gator. You want to? The- <laughs> <laughs> I am re- really interested in
0: George dating. I'm really interested in George dating. I need to see more of that, George. I want to see. I think you should. Go. I'm gonna move back to George. Okay. So I can I shave can the grow. top every, off. <laughs> every day, shave
2: the top off. And then just grow the beard. Oh yeah, yeah. You could you could do the mat.
0: Or whatever. What is yeah. Basi- the basic mat. bald Dad. guy. Basic bald guy routine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go and call it the daddy. I think The Daddy. The Daddy. Come on, George. Come or on, in man. George's case, mm. the anime daddy. Shave that
1: shave that head. I love drinking agua fresco and watching <laughs> Fuji, Fuji water
0: from Mount
3: Fuji.
1: Oh. Reading manga and watching anime and eating mangoes. My
0: kid's name is gonna be Chad.
2: <laughs> Chad Weedman. Chad. Chad Weedman.
0: We're we're on like low sleep, all of
2: us. <laughs> <laughs> We're Quality content, done. as always.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a while since we had a good train wreck.
1: The holidays are here, and Santa's not the only one bringing you gifts. For one night only, we're bringing on the Bounty Hunters with 11 episodes of Cowboy Bebop in a row. Be-bop! we deck the halls with this timeless series tell me some more the cowboy bebop holiday marathon starts next saturday at 10 30. let's jam news is so fun this week guys yeah we got a real fun news week (laughs) um so some some i i don't know if they're a hacker or an insider is uh someone is leaking Super Nintendo and N64-era source material. I don't even... Would you call this source code? Because a lot of it is like documentation and not necessarily code. What's what's the terminology, Liam?
2: It's source code.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> we'll call it source code. Because hey, it is source code. It, this
2: is, I mean, it's, it's a lot of things. Hmm. Source code is predominantly a big part of it. There's a lot of other stuff.
1: Art. So, we're recording on Tuesday. These leaks are still ongoing. They began on Friday. The first bits of unauthorized Nintendo making of documentation, some old pixel arts and map viewers started showing up on 4chan. They're calling it the Giga Leak, and a lot of really weird making of materials are are being revealed that... A lot of it is, like, delightful. There's a sense of humor behind it, some fascinating looks at game development. The Yoshi. Definitely a conversation, you know, to be had about about privacy and and property rights. But the fan reception of this stuff... Oh, and also what it's going to do, the emulator scene. Because the highly technical documentation in here apparently is something that might make emulators a lot more accurate than they were before for these consoles... But the fan interactions of this stuff is, like, mostly fairly positive. People are making cute fan arts of these weird, janky beta Yoshis. Yo, the beta Yoshi is awful, though. Holy shit. I wanted to ask you guys how you feel about these beta Yoshis, because um, I'm seeing some artists who do seem to have more generous interpretations of the sprites than what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 They go Um, crazy with these. (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll post some links in, in our Discord so you and I can look at them together people who are listening can follow the Ars Technica story in the description to uh, take a look at these various beta Yoshis but there's a um, I think it's a little creepy looking skinny Yoshi I think skinny Yoshi is a little bit unsettling to me I, I really like bubbly Yoshi Grandpa
2: Yoshi is the best
1: Grandpa Yoshi does kind of creep me out a little bit. Yeah. Alright, so I just posted a screenshot of four of them in our Discord. In the upper upper right, we have my favorite, Bubbly Yoshi. In the lower right's the fan favorite, Skinny Yoshi. But I don't know, something about his snout. He looks too much mm-hmm. like a dinosaur and not yeah. enough like a plushy fun friend.
2: I he thought. looks like a shit crocodile.
1: <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. There's a sprite of Luigi giving the player a middle finger. That uh, someone found in some some source code versioning for Super Mario World, there is a three D model and skin of Luigi that they found from a scrapped two player version of Super Mario sixty four. There is an incredibly friendly for two thousand twenty looking like black girl with fuzzy afro hair who was apparently might have been a placeholder art for the Star Fox crew, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if this is. Star Fox one or two, but apparently at some point in the art production process they were they were drawing her in place for one of the animal that's
0: pilots. Insane. To think that there might have been a black girl years ago in Star
1: yeah, Fox. Yeah, and that's also like evidence that this shit was always around and just not getting passed approved, by the marketing yeah. and commercialization process of this stuff. It's, I mean no shit. An interesting early 3D model of Link that it looks like they're experimenting with the Super FX chip, where he is totally triangled. <laughs> he looks like a Star Fox villain in um in in this screenshot. Uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff makes me r- remember what it was like in 1999. Reading up on beta Ocarina of time, you can. Some of these users have been able to fly around some maps. Of early Ocarina time beta rooms that were shown only in weird obscure French VHS tapes before. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's also um uncompressed audio files for um, Oh my god, yeah. It's... For for lines from Star Fox. You can hear Peppy say do a barrel roll in like uncompressed flack quality. <laughs> oh god. I, I got real excited when one showed up that was supposedly Mario saying, So long, gay Bowser. And it turned out that was a fan-made restoration slash touch-up effort. (laughs) But I also enjoyed these uncompressed art assets from the Ocarina of Time concept arts. These are renders that I remember seeing in a strategy guide as a kid. In game, they're very pixelated and a lot of stuff got blurred over. But this is like a bigger, better version of stuff that... Was priorly released in in this sort of resolution in print on paper only. Uh, what else was there in the pile? A lot of weird, fascinating, quirky stuff that we we can't go over now. But uh, <laughs> as far as the list I, I made, that's that's most of them. Wow. But yeah, uh, what what do you what do you guys think of Beta Yoshi? Which which Yoshi is your favorite?
2: Bubbly Yoshi.
1: Yeah i i yeah I like bubbly yoshi too, yeah,
0: whatever this fucking weird ass yoshi is fucking
2: shit crocodile Yoshi, yeah, sucks
1: weird, really weird, dude, really, but weird. there's. A lot of uh, cute fan art people have made of shit crocodile Yoshi, and I might change your opinion by showing uh, this. No, I don't think so. His mouth is is incurable. No, no, check, check, check it out. Check it out. Uh, This this person turned shit crocodile Yoshi, Scroogie Twogie here, turned shit crocodile Yoshi into kind of like cute, lanky. No. Yeah. Okay.
2: When you have that bird, that bird beak type thing. It looks shit. Oh, he's a
1: dinosaur! Alright, here's one by um, Motfall on Twitter. What do you guys think of this interpretation of Shit Crocodile Yoshi? That
2: is more bubbly, bubbly. Yoshi than Shit yeah. Crocodile
1: Yoshi. Yeah. Well, is the snout's the still there, thing. though. The bird snout's still Fairly. there.
2: Barely! He's rounded! They,
1: they gave him some thickness, more so than in the Ooh, sprite, I see. Hey. But... some thick, Thick Yoshi. Thick-ass Yoshi.
2: No, nope, that's terrible, terrible.
0: <laughs> I mean, it 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 looks clean,
2: but Yeah, but the Yoshi is terrible. Yeah. He looks so sleazy. Juicy like you'd never want to ride that guy. I uh, I agree with sleaziness, but,
1: uh, but I I don't know if I I'd, I'd never want to ride that Yoshi. <laughs> I feel like that Yoshi would just give you a bumpier ride than the final version of Yoshi. Yoshi never. Ride.
2: He wouldn't be he wouldn't be able to carry Mario's weight anyway. Oh,
1: I didn't put this on the outline, but one fascinating find. Did you guys know that the original texture image they used to make Metal Mario's texture is a blurred, like, black and white version of a picture of flowers?
2: Probably because it looks reflective. So, a lot of the Mario levels will have been, you know, grass and, and Bob-omb field and stuff like that. Probably makes sense to use something that reflective looks like the world around it.
1: That's that's how they did it.
2: Gotta chime in and be bad dad here.
1: Are you gonna play devil's advocate with this stuff?
2: Not playing devil's advocate. I'm playing the legal rights. It's illegal. This is illegal. What happened? Somebody stole all of this. And I know, I I know, I get it. All of this especially because it's from Nintendo, which is like a mysterious Pandora's box. But it's, it's taking source code and prototype stuff is illegal. It's copyrighted property that I get it. It's the same as the emulator talk. I get it. But you're taking IP stuff that's never been used. Like, you don't. Nintendo obviously keeps this shit for a reason. Obviously, it seems Nintendo are very good at preservation, just not publicly. And somebody stole this. Nintendo didn't release it. In the UK, this would be a court case. This is illegal. You're not allowed to steal software property. And video games get treated. If this was software, everybody wouldn't bat an eyelid about a company chasing after the people who stole this information. But because it's video games, it's like some sort of cultural significance.
0: Yeah, whatever. It's fucking video games. Yeah,
1: a hundred years ago, after the Copyright Extension Act, it wouldn't be illegal. This stuff would be public domain.
2: But it's not. We're like 20 years in. So I know it's not the case. And Nintendo still actively makes these games. And who knows? or she could have appeared in the game in the future. Now it's not going to happen, of course. And I get it. It's exciting. It's fun. It doesn't seem tangibly harmful. But what will happen now will ripple through the entire industry. And it gets harder to be able to be public about these things. Companies will change their stances on things. And employees suffer from now extra security stuff. I imagine AAA studios, especially after like the Naughty Dog League, and this will definitely take stronger measures that protect this stuff. There's a reason it's not all public domain. It's not, it's what they own. I know it's fun and exciting, but it was stolen. And when you work and you make source code and stuff like that, that code is your property. It's like writing a novel. Somebody stole all of your words from your novel. That's your
1: boss's property.
2: Well, it's the company you work for's property. Yeah, I guess, but that doesn't change the point. It's owned by somebody. You've stolen it. I know how you feel about this, George, but it's stolen. And that doesn't change just because you feel a certain way about video games. It's stolen property. If somebody went through my game and stole all of my code and used it in their own or did stuff with it, that's stealing. I get seeing like Beta Yoshi is amazing. And it is amazing. And seeing like all these prototypes of how Nintendo iterate on their process is great. It really is. But you have to be careful about these sort of things. I think because it's nintendo and it's beloved it's kind of gonna go under the carpet a little bit because everyone's quite fascinated by it but
1: yeah, yeah it has real value to the fans they're engaging with it positively and yeah uh,
2: exactly it, that's it, true. it does
1: seem to be uh, encouraging brand awareness and 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 getting people uh uh engaging with with their property and 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 inspiring kids to
2: Nintendo didn't need that. And most of the people who are getting stuff out of this are Nintendo nerds who make YouTube videos. Yes. So that's the reality. Oh my
0: God, leaks, guys.
2: Oh. Yeah. <coughs> and that's <coughs> what's going to be like for the next two weeks. Like, game yeah. play making 10,000 videos about it. I do like that content, but they do do that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it's you have to be careful about these things. Honestly, I know, dad lesson, I get it. But stealing source code and stuff like that is illegal. You can't steal source code. It's,
1: owned property. And also, you know, disclaimer, what's always legal is not always ethically right either.
2: But this is ethically right. Somebody wrote that. Somebody t- it's like writing a book. Like I, it's no different. You write, your, you write a novel and somebody takes pages out of your novel and slaps and copies them or somebody takes stuff that you didn't mean to be released. You made a movie and it had a whole bunch of clips in it that you didn't use. Ooh, you-, you don't want those out i don't know man this shit's 26
1: years old it's part of a public brand that every single person on the planet is aware of that has kind of transcended the uh the authorship of the original creators and become a part of human history as it hasn't though because
2: those people still work at that company
1: only out of legal technicalities do they still own this stuff like only out of a century of copyright extension acts of disney extending the deadline for what it takes for stuff to go in the public domain every time Mickey Mouse goes up for for renewal, is this stuff still considered private property owned by Nintendo?
2: You're only thinking about the art. You're not thinking about literally what makes the game work. What makes Nintendo able to make... It's very hard to explain. Like, why is Nintendo better at doing some things than others? Well, specifically because the way they make games and the way they structure their games is a certain way, right? So if that knowledge is then leaked out and you see the iterative process and you see the things they kind of do, not necessarily is that a good thing. From a video game developer standpoint, I can assure you a lot of people not particularly happy about this. And even people who are like, uh, like Mike Mika, who is, you know, one of the, uh, he's a renowned, uh, what do we call them? Conservationist. I don't know. How do you call it? conserving video game history? You know, it's one of the largest video game collections in the world. Even he is saying out there that this is not the way to go about these things. Because Nintendo are going to be less reluctant to give this stuff out now. And it's like the guerrilla warfare way of dealing with things. And in this essence, it's not legal as well, even though it is exciting. I get it. I get it. I don't know how to explain it. It is exciting for me to see these things too, but it's also got to be considered.
1: What if in a couple years we see Nintendo officially release Yoshi Maker from uh, from I mean, from I mean, all yeah. the evident value that there is and in, in fans being delighted and and and, and, and tickled? Just
0: like a posit- You're just putting a positive spin on a bad situation, though.
1: I don't even think it's a bad situation. This is a bad situation for an incredibly small, privileged, wealthy minority of bosses who do not represent the people at large.
2: That's not necessarily true. You don't know that. You don't know that. Sorry, children. It's not all rainbows and sunshine. Yoshi is pretty funny, though.
1: So last week we were recording our podcast episode while Microsoft was revealing Halo Infinite.
2: What did I say to you, Matt? What does it look like?
1: And I want to say that when, when that was going on, I was looking at GIFs of the like four seconds of that reveal where where he's driving a warthog then he gets out then he starts blasting and and from what i saw of the gifts i was like pretty 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 impressed right you know how last week we talked about music and how if you play your favorite game with the music turned off it completely changes everything Uh, A few days ago, I watched the full uncompressed 4K version on YouTube, and I will say I was not necessarily offended by the graphics, but wow, the sound effects I had in my head were different than the ones they went with (laughs) when I was seeing this in Mm -hmm. GIF form. So, yeah, last week, Halo Infinite was revealed, and it caused a big... Well, kind of big. It caused a, some sort of shitstorm among some 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 uh, uh, let's call them eagle-eyed fans regarding the the texture quality and whether or not it looks like a next-gen game or not. And I wanted to show you guys this sixteen hundred word long Reddit thread of uh, quote unquote feedback
3: oh, that
1: that they have made about everything <laughs> they saw in this eight-minute demo that they're some, some, some of these fans here, 8.9 thousand upvotes, that doesn't mean 9 thousand fans, but a certain chunk of Reddit super fans would like to have 343 implement, quote, improved material quality fix plastic looking materials that there was some discussion over getting rid of the day night cycle they imposed in this which i would be really excited to see what sunrises and sunsets look like on a ring-shaped planet holy shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. D- c- c- question question i'm sure everyone knows knows the big word here the word is flat do we think halo infinite looks flat
2: Yes, and there is a very good video by, obviously, of course, Digital Foundry about why exactly that might be the case, and it's got to do with real-time lighting. And when you don't have baked lighting, you have real light sources, and a lot of the demo takes place behind very shadowy areas, and which can make the game look flat. I also think there's probably a little more to it where the art direction is exactly what I said to Matt, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What is it?
0: It's like a, a uprez it's like a four K Halo. Like they uprezed it or something. Like it's like just Halo s- in
2: four K. It's Halo in four K, man. It's Halo in Four K. Yeah. Like I don't know what people are expecting. Like it's Halo in Four K. I think it does look a little
0: flat. And there are some reasons for yeah. that. I mean it's it was announced years ago. So you, probably that's what happened, you know?
1: I, I think what happened is they showed the current gen version and the fans were hyped for a next gen version. Yeah. Because this is slated for release on both Xbox One and Xbox One X. And uh, it was originally broadcasted on a Twitch stream that compressed out a lot of the little details. But the thing that made me really feel like a boomer is that, yeah, I get it. The trees. What, what gets me is how blobby the trees look. Because the, the trees in the foliage in Hunt Showdown look so fucking good. And I'm used to that now. What made me feel like a boomer is the Digital Foundry video. And these side-by-side comparisons with Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2, to me, like, it looks like a brown, dreary mess. Like, the emotions evoked, I think, by the art style now, at this point in my life, are mattering more to me than the technology of the graphics.
2: Yeah, because The Last of Us doesn't really have an art direction. It goes for realism, and you're exactly right, George, 100%.
1: If you look at those screenshots, most of the screen is just pure black. The rest of it is this, like, brown, blurry fade of foliage into old concrete. And that Halo footage, like, it looks clean. It looks crisp. You can tell where the weapons are, where the bullets are, where the enemies are. You're not going to lose track of anything that's gameplay relevant. And, and I was, like, kind of impressed by the art style in that regard.
0: I try to be careful to not shit too much because I tend to shit sometimes on some games you know out of just like pure just you know <laughs> and me being a, you know just a little bit of an ass sometimes but like <laughs> when i saw this and i was like i was like liam said it and i was like oh yeah you're right it's just a little bit more than just the graphics i feel like the animation going on like just okay. like the way it was presented was just so in my opinion bad like like you see the animation of like the the brutes falling like you could skip through the, to to around seven minutes where they're showing like the evil guy or whoever he is, and it just looks bad. The animations look terrible. Well, not terrible. I I mean, the
1: old, old. But boy, oh boy, does this look fun to play?
0: I I think because you like Halo and you and you're used to just like old Halo, which I am too.
1: Yeah, but, this looks like like everything I've enjoyed about Halo with like a little bit more of a plasticky toy veneer, which I get, but in my mind, I feel like Halo's always looked like it's made out of toys. That's something people have said since day one. The Covenant plasma weapons look like Fisher-Price laser tag guns, and yeah. no one complained about that in the past.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, Halo looks like Halo, right? Yeah. That's what's very great about Halo and why it stood the test of time. Because it it, it goes for realism a little bit, but it always looks like Halo. And this game looks like Halo. You can't deny that it looks like Halo. Looks like Halo in 4K. I think there are some bones to be picked with the lighting and the way the demo Mm. was presented. I'm looking at this Reddit thread and looking through some of the things people are putting as essential upgrades. It's quite laughable how people think video game development works like this, but that's by the by. Yeah. I think one of the most important things about this was it's a little bit of both. And I think people are focusing on maybe the wrong things because they don't know how to maybe explain why they feel a bit empty by this. Yes. I think there is some lacking in the animations and it doesn't feel as expressive as other Halo games. Not that those characters were that expressive, but you know, the way the duck and move of the elites and stuff like that in previous games and the sort of wobbly arms of the little grunts or whatever.
1: It looks like it has the bounce to but, it. But but when
2: when they
0: shoot they when they shoot the enemies, like they don't react.
2: You know? Does it uh, does feel a little stiff. And I, stiff. I think another thing that adds to that is the audio was the biggest thing that stood out to me.
1: I'm more concerned about the audio. <laughs> yeah.
2: It is empty. <laughs> there's nothing there. Every time you hear it, a <laughs> There's no music, nothing. If I watch this
1: muted, like, I, I have much more satisfying sound effects in my head than, than yeah. what they went with. And I'm. It needs, it needs to feel heavy. Yeah, like, I, I'm surprised by how I'm really not caring about graphics so much as the gameplay relevant art yes. style here. And if that's the thing you get a, a nice little punch feeling from every time you press a button on the controller, I think they might want to be a little bit more worried about sound. I, I mean, more on sound than graphics.
0: I do want to say, like, leaving some huge thread is just kind of kind of when people do that it's, it's kind of assy it's kind
2: of, people care right and yeah you as a as a creator they're gonna never, have to change the crap you can never like take for granted the fact that you have so many people care right it
1: would be worse if they didn't now. Yeah, at this yeah. point the controversy yeah. has been the made they're gonna have to tweak them.
2: them yeah the problem <laughs> is like a lot of these things they don't understand the time sinks and yeah. also this game's not finished until you see it on day one don't Don't write something like this expecting that these things will... The only thing that this... What happens is this creates like a benchmark now that people will, depending on how it looks on the day, right? Either two things will happen. One, the game comes out and it looks better and looks great and it matches some of these things because internally they will have been like, well, we need to do these things anyway. Yeah. And then this Reddit post, they'll look at this and be like, this is the reason the game improves. When it's not. It's not. Whether it's glanced at or not. And the second is, if they don't do any of these things and then it comes out, then this post will get activated again and the community will get angry that they're like, we told you all of these things. It's right here. You don't listen to us. You don't care. It's a bit of a double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, shows people care, but there's a lot of stuff in that. The game comes out in what? Three months? Four months?
1: That's not a lot lot of time for
2: them. That is no time. It is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This is what you get, guys.
2: The lighting, I think you could probably do some stuff, but you know, it's about art direction. You can't have, can't just make art and then be like, well, we can do whatever lighting we want.
0: (laughs) But like, like seriously though, fuck, fuck, fuck the graphics. It, it's the other shit. Like, if they, they, and they can't fix the other shit. The graphics, you can put a little fucking mod on it, and there you go. You, You got your graphics, man.
1: What's the other shit? Because, like, gameplay-wise, I'm, I'm really liking some of the, the decisions they've made. I mean... Like, I, like, the day-night cycle, I just would love to exist on a Halo and see how in the world day and night work when the planet is shaped like a ring. You know what? Like, that's something I never even thought about before. But this game, you I guess you get to, get to play with that. that.
2: <laughs> you will be on a small area, I think. <laughs> and you'll go to different parts of the ring. You might see it above you, but I don't think you'll get to go around.
1: There is a day-night cycle, which I think should at least, like, show you how shadow... like. If it's ring-shaped, the sun may be rising on your chunk of the ring, but you'd be able to look up and see, like, the night on the other side of the ring? That sounds really cool.
2: Yeah. Like, I remember when Vanquish did that, and you had the whole city, like, curve against you and stuff like that. All that kind of stuff is cool. But from the size of that map, I don't think... I think it's purposely segmented, so, you know, those mountains get higher and higher, and you just can't go past them. I'll be I'll be amazed if this is not an open world game, like in the traditional sense.
1: If you could hamster wheel around the whole halo, that would
2: that just
1: that sounds like such a fun way to spend a day to to me. I don't know. I'm just a weird boomer
0: like that. Well, I think you play a lot of old games and so you just don't kind of see what we have come to. George, give me that George, having that look.
1: (laughs) You say that, but what they showed also looks like like Halo twenty twenty. You got features from Doom and um Overwatch in there, like a grapple hook and uh, yeah, you got Widowmaker's grapple hook. There's there's all sorts of like fun stuff going on with the melee. It looks like doesn't look clean, but yeah, I
2: do like the idea of a grappling hook.
1: Different grenade types. This this turret has like different levels of shield to it. There's features all over the place. I think at the end of the day, I do not
0: care enough. Like (laughs) I I do not care enough to complain about fucking Halo. Like it just, I'll say like, oh yeah, you know, like the graphics are like a little weird or whatever. But I mean, it's good enough. The animations (laughs) is probably what I would what I would realize more during gameplay. And and even then, it's good enough. Like it's it's fucking Halo. It it's been in development for so long now that I can understand why it looks this way. You know, when I was expecting for like what when you play like all these other games that are co- popping up now like yeah, you know, this is this is Halo. I uh
1: I, I care more about the combat evolving than than the graphics evolving. And considering that the name of the game is Halo Combat Evolved, I think I'm right and everyone else is wrong. Why well, I, I just said the graphics don't mean anything. <laughs> This
2: is Halo literally Infinite, just you This is Halo Infinite, and you're infinitely wrong. <laughs> like it's just, it, yeah, yeah,
0: but you know, it's Halo. It's it's Halo. I don't, I don't. Care. I will admit,
2: I like that they opened with it saying "Press Start to play the demo," and it had that cool mm. ring. Oh, that's what I just realized. Unless I, it's, this is some sort of Halo lore I completely am missing. But those rings are probably like teleporters that make you go to other areas, so it bypasses the open world thing. That wouldn't surprise me.
0: <sighs> all right. Halo. There you go. Halo. There, there's,
1: there's a Halo talk. <laughs> they said open world. They said day night cycle. So I want to see what it looks like. It's hamster wheeling across a whole Halo for a whole Halo day. Like night would be really fast on a ring shaped planet, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't be casted under the shadow for too very long at all. It just sounds like such an interesting astrological phenomenon that why am I so fascinated by what a day-night cycle looks like on Halo than anything else? <laughs> so you don't care about graphics, but you care about the day-night and night cycle and how it looks. That's legit a selling point. It's going to be releasing on... <laughs> wait, is it going to be releasing on PC? <laughs> I, I do just want to play with this just to see what, what a sunrise yeah. and sunset looks like. I've said that how many times now? I need to stop. I need to stop. If you enjoy Halo and you like the look of this, hold the
0: power to it. Tell me how... It, I'm pretty sure it'll be, be free. It'll be free on the little the Xbox Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I'll play it on there.
2: $5. Yeah, if it's free, hell, hell yeah.
1: $5, dude, to play Halo. Well, it already is on Steam for holiday 2020. So this is...
2: Wait, Infinite?
1: Yeah, yeah, an unconventional Whoa. release in the series history. I'm excited.
2: And also the, like, fun... The Hispanic
1: accent beard guy was like super fun to watch and his script was no. really well written.
2: No, you don't tell me what to do. Okay, big guy.
1: <laughs> I love how all the comments were like congratulations to the first person in Halo to survive a crash landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't know what
2: makes me laugh. hey like uh, Master Chief, looks like one of your like OC characters during cutscenes because he's so static, right? They're looking at that map of the ring, and it's broken, and the guy's like animated, and Chief is just standing there, not saying or doing anything, and you're like, he's like three foot taller, and you're like, this is odd. <laughs> Chief needs to be a bit more expressive, at least with his arms.
1: One thing I'm going to have trouble adjusting to is whatever the hell the Banished are. Yeah, whatever's going on in the Halo story at this point, I, I lost track of decades ago.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it really matters, to be honest.
1: I've heard that the stories for 4 and 5 are not that strong, and so maybe I shouldn't necessarily get as excited as
0: I have It's because three was the height of the series, and that's it. Everything after that was garbage.
1: Two, I think, was the best story.
2: Reach was the height of the series.
1: Yeah, that's right, Liam. That's right. That's right.
2: (laughs) Reach is... You're reaching for the heights if you're trying
1: to beat Reach. Question. Some real good ones this week. What a bunch of fun topics this week. (laughs) <laughs> um, if you would like to send us some questions, some comments, some complaints, some thoughts, some poetry, some uh, eulogies, send them to dadandsonspodcast and at gmail.com. Alternatively check out patreon.com/dad and Sons and pester us in the Patreon Discord channel called Listener Questions. We got a little bit from both this week from uh, I'm gonna start us off with a patreon. John son Zon asks. Question for Matt. Did you ever continue watching the rest of Kizumano Gatari? And would you recommend it to Georgie Boy? Whoa, that was way back.
0: Fucking way back. Oh, shit. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I guess I only... I stopped at one. Yeah, I would like to, because uh, this was the weird one, right? You watched this, right, Liam?
2: remember talking about this. No, I watched Bakamonogatari. What? Say that again? (laughs) (laughs) Say it seven times fast. I watched Bakamonogatari. I think that's the first series.
0: This is the vampire one, right? And it starts off really, like, really artsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Really artsy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this. And the animation is also really good. Oh, my God. Um. No, I didn't. I didn't. I do though. I do. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a tab out. I'm gonna put a tab out. Um. Because it's only like what three parts. It's only three parts. It's not that bad.
3: Hopefully, I it's can't not- remember.
0: Yeah. Would you re- re- recommend it to George? No. No, no. George is not. <laughs> George won't like this.
2: It's too slow. I'm.
0: I'm a type of guy who watches anything. Anything enjoys. Lots of things, music. Like, I know, like very specifically, like George likes a certain type of thing, and you got You got to have George like like some gar. It has to to be a little garbage. There's a there's little tinge, a little tinge of garbage. So you know,
1: it was made by imperfect humans instead of corporate robots. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, yeah, it, mm, I'm surprised Cowboy Bebop tickles George. It's not too far from his taste but I'm surprised It's, it's a little messy.
1: It. It's got that little bit of a George mess to it. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of Cowboy Bebop is a little incoherent but deliberately so.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Like like translating Ed must have been a crazy ride. Anyways, back to listener questions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, no I would not recommend it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> George would too lose George. interest in the yeah. first few seconds, guaranteed.
1: Should I Google search for for this. K- Kizu yeah. Kizumonogatari. Yeah, Alright, let's see what comes up when I Google search for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. This does not look like my shit. It's super artsy, <laughs> man. It's super artsy, yeah.
2: I remember the first time I saw Bakumonogatari. Uh, eh, I was blown away with how good it looked.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh,
2: man. I don't know where <sighs> Kizumonogatari fits Respe- in the story. Is it a prequel? Oh, it's a prequel. It's a prequel to Bakumonogatari.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's like a film and not a series, then that that gives it points in my. They're opinion, originally
2: a uh, series of novels. Wait. Uh, no. Is it? An anime do you film like open, open like moments? Oh no. Do
0: you do you like having to like digest feelings? Like I feel like you're more of like trash, 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 trash. Or, like, also, very bouncy things going, you know, happening in front of the screen instead of it just bouncy being like, things. Yeah. It, like, you, I don't think you watched, for instance, not to say that this is drama, but like drama shows. Like, you wouldn't sit down and watch Breaking Bad. You wouldn't sit down and watch Breaking Bad or, or Mind Hunters on Netflix. Uh, I couldn't make it through season two. Like, right? Like, you're not interested in.
1: It got a little slow when they uh, kept repeating see, the previous see, plot. Exactly. for repeating exactly. viewers like
0: George has to be entertained. Yeah, you, you can't do
1: this. Are you not entertained? I'm yeah. looking at the plot summary on Wikipedia, and they do say it takes place in a high school. And I have to say, I am so fucking tired of Japanese high school. Then that means I feel you like I've never spent... watched
2: anime ever again. I feel <laughs> like I've spent every more anime time takes place
1: in high school. I've spent more time watching animes about Japanese high school and playing games about Japanese high school.
0: Yeah, it's
1: like an obsession, isn't it? It's like a little bit of an and obsession. And we all know why. It's weird cultural baggage coming out. And, but for me,
2: as someone who's like, why, why are all American blockbusters about bombing the Middle East? I don't know. Some things are just ingrained in the culture, twisted. I guess.
1: Twisted. It's twisted. I've, I'm past the point of diminishing returns when it comes to Japanese high school. I'm, <laughs> I've, 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 I'm done with Japanese high school.
2: We talked about it. There's a reason why. It's just the way Japan is.
1: Yeah, yeah there's, there's a little bit of, like, like, collectively shared misery coming out, and that's...
2: As soon as you're past, like, 20 in Japan, you might as well die, because <laughs> everything else is downhill from then, going to Japanese okay, culture.
0: It was you that told me about, like, basically most of your life is in
2: school. Yeah, and then after that, like it's the most just... formative stuff and everything that decides tr- in traditional Japanese society, everything that decides your future happens in that short space of those years. Usually, the person you fall in love with and get married as well. And Japan Japan's a very, you know,
0: yeah, that's why it's so weird. In Japanese persona, marriage, man, so freaking weird. In persona. I love you.
2: You don't know
0: her. oh love. Her. Say I like you or something. You met twice. Stay a little bit.
1: God damn. You haven't even been alive for like two decades. You don't know how people change by then. I oh.
2: I know. I know. I know. Japan has a real problem with this shit. Like a real problem. Real problem. Yeah. It's, it's like it's... they don't realize. <laughs> and adults adults <laughs> refuse to tell their children for some weird reason that once you get older, you change a little
1: bit. Yeah. But come to think of it, that's the setting for Boku no Hero Academia too. They go to battle school. The battle school is is such a. I'm kind of tired of that setting. I'm tired of regular Japanese high school. I'm tired good, of magic school. But it's
2: good. Magic school George is over good. then. George, it's good. Superhero George. school is brand new.
0: George is good though. George, George is it's a good show.
2: It's a good show. George.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure it's good, and I'm sure I'm just being a, an
2: asshole about it.
0: No, it's fine. You don't. You don't like that type of thing. It's okay. It's hype, though. I I stick with the
2: cowboy bebops. We're proud of you.
0: What one, one day, one day, like when it's like super old, and I know that you're never gonna go back to it, I'll show you some of the hype scenes. Or me and Liam will show you some of the hype scenes. Maybe next year. Hell when yeah. We meet up with Liam. Be like yo, George, what you been fucking missing? And me and Liam were like,
3: oh,
2: ah, 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 getting ah, fucking ah. like.
3: Yeah,
2: we'll show him three things. We'll show him like the fighting in Gurna Lagan. We'll show him the hunter hunter fight between Gon and Ahsoka, and we'll show him All Might versus One For All. In My Hero Academia. And then you'll understand that Shonen, sometimes you just gotta eat that Shonen trash. Yeah, man. Like a fast food dinner and get it down there.
1: I mean, Hunter Hunter is Shonen, so.
2: Yeah. The best Shonen The fucking ever. best Shonen
1: to be Does ever. it take place in high school? No. It doesn't. It does really? not.
2: Nice. It, I
0: mean, the guy's young, but it doesn't take place. In but he's great. Yeah. The other
2: guy who's young is also great.
1: Yeah, Ammet S from the inbox has a callback question to something we were discussing last week. I was wondering how you felt about it being okay to play as Danes invading England in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. He mentioned it's better to be defending Japan than invading as Japan. Invaders back then tended to do lots of horrible stuff.
2: It's a fair point. We discussed this at great length, didn't we? About how I mean, Matt wasn't here. He he sayonara at this point but we talked about <laughs> oh last week we talked about you know people who have a problem uh about japanese samurai killing yeah. Mongols, but they in, in this china since they're defending it because they're the invading force well i guess now I don't know, it's one of as things again, this is historically something that happened. I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> I feel like I know why it's okay, and I know what to tell you. As and an English like...
2: person, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't
1: care. The reason why you don't care is because it's been centuries since any English person has had to worry about a Viking invasion. It's been maybe half of one century Since a good chunk of the world's had to worry about a Japanese invasion.
2: Yeah, but that's not what the... It's so strange that that's the stance you're taking with it, because...
1: It's not. This is why pirates are like a fun character for kids these days. But
2: this is not, because we're talking about half a century when England owned India and Hong Kong and stuff like that. People might say this is justice, and Vikings kicking the shit out of English people is justice for those moments (laughs) in history. They're both based in fantasy. Of course, Ghost of Tsushima overdoes the mythology thing, but doesn't have anything supernatural, for example. But Valhalla has plenty of that shit. But they both have historical pretenses to both of them. You know, in the, in the story that's happening in Ghost of Tsushima, it's about defending Japan from an invasion. Okay, Japan might have done stuff in World War, which is disgusting and quite rightly so. If the game was about those, things, a lot more recently than the Vikings. The, the, this is weird because people are taking bones at Ghost of Tsushima because it's about Japan specifically, yeah. whereas like England did a lot of, lot of, lot of fucking dumb shit throughout history. Nobody's saying, hey, hey, this is justice. Get those Danes in to kill those <laughs> kill. Them. I'm probably descended from a Viking. I don't know. Like, what happened? It's, it's entirely strange. removed
1: from our current world, unlike Japanese national. Like, I was talking about how Mongolia is its own nation, right? But they haven't, there hasn't been a Mongolian horde invading everyone else in centuries. Nowadays, it's like a cute, fun culture. That, that shines light on history and also shows some of the unique differences between groups of human beings as, as they manifest over the centuries. And there's not as much of, of an element of worrisomeness to that because the wound is not fresh.
2: But as it became very apparent throughout that week when a lot of people started talking about this in a great lens, the reason Chinese people are complaining about it is because they consider Mongol Mongolia and people from Mongolia to be, you know, part Han Chinese. Whereas, like... People who are Mongolian who reported on this don't give a shit. Like, the reason China are doing it is because it's an easy straw man argument for politically empowered Chinese people who have bones with Japan and also are very supportive of the CCP. It's easy to then be like, well, these guys are, these guys are us. And, you know, this is you're, you're killing us through this.
0: I, I always wonder um, when I hear stuff like this, it's like how this was like germany feel when we had like all those games with like nazi killing and all that like yeah, there's a bunch of well, war yeah. games yeah. where yeah. the u.s is like the good guys
1: and yeah. everyone else is the shit people and i was just like oh well, well the germans consider themselves entirely different there's no love for the nazis right. in modern-day germany right. whatsoever like it's a huge there's there's monuments to to the holocaust everywhere they there's, there's incredibly strict laws about making sure never again,
0: never, ever again. Yeah, but but they don't, you know, a lot of times they don't say Nazi. They say Germany or Germans. We're killing the Germans and stuff like that. So it's it's the wording.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really strange that only Ghost of Tsushima seems to be this story that people are talking about. When, if we're talking about Japanese nationalism, in American reflection, every Call of Duty game for the past 15 years has been about the American... God-given right to bomb and shoot everybody who is either from the Middle East or is Russian, and are actively doing that in real life. Nobody's complaining. Why? Because a lot of these journalists and a lot of the gaming press are American. There's a
1: shitload of criticism towards that. Like like on on all the YouTube video essayists, lefty Twitter, the nationalism behind the Call of Duty series has been very criticized
2: but like you don't stop playing call of duty Warzone because of this do you
1: no no
2: yeah it's a commercial
1: (laughs) force to be reckoned with
2: exactly and people aren't going to stop playing ghost of tsushima because of this like i understand that some people might be offended by certain things but it's like in terms of like creating games and deciding what to do stuff if you're going to decide on historical pretenses like valhalla like ghost of tsushima even more on the nail is depicting a future, a, a realistic war zone like in Call of Duty and shooting people who are actively getting shot and bombed in real life anyway. That to me is a lot more like, mm, we should think about this compared to something that happened 700 years ago for a culture that's not mine uh, and versus an invading force that were invading the aggressors in this situation. Mm. I'm not being Japan-centric here. It's the... It's the idea that even with Valhalla, if the idea was you were an Englishman repelling Viking invaders, I don't, that wouldn't be any different either, even though Britain, quite rightly, and uh, not quite rightly, how do I, like, quite rightly, it's been pointed out, Britain has done a lot of terrible things throughout history, you know? So it's like, I guess we can do this for everybody and almost every story that comes up. If you dig deep enough, if you're, gonna, if you're willing to go back 700 years, yeah. why not 800, 900, 1,000 years? And, you know, you can think about Egypt. Well, you know, you had a game about Assassin's Creed Egypt. There's a lot of slaves in Egypt. Why is and this colonialism.
1: One of the things I really, really love about Assassin's Creed Origin is how many white people you see walking around Egypt with the brown people, and they're wearing togas, and they have temples with columns and whatnot. And it actually shows like this this multicultural col- colonization effort in in a more honest way than I was really expecting them to give credit <laughs> for. And it felt way more real than than I was expecting because because of that. And that's like, that's col- colonism and invasion that's a thousand years ago.
2: <laughs> I think that's the thing, right? we like drawing the line on some things. For example, if you made a game that was actively about colonizing, not like in a Civ kind of way, but was a open world game where you enacted enslaving. if you were the Mongol invading forces and you were enslaving Japanese people and putting them in cages and you were the aggressors, understandably that might be not a good idea. If you are creating a, a, a war game about shooting people in the Middle East who are deemed terrorists in modern day, that almost actively is a problem, a problematic situation. Because the, the wound is fresher. Well, it's happening still. Like, and America is as nationalistic as Japan, definitely, at this moment in time. I, it's very strange. Like, I think there are problems if you go a certain way. But I if think, you're yeah. making a game about, a le- uh, like a very well-known culture, like that will speak marketability-wise, samurai, which everybody knows about, and then have a story in which they were defending their homeland, which would make a good Hollywood movie, Tom Cruise would star in, then I don't know. It's it's very strange. I think
1: in my mind, I feel like there's a little bit more of a of an identifiable. Formula where you're multiplying how much time has passed versus how much current policies have passed versus the historical ones versus how researched and respectful the depiction of the time is in the game. You're talking about Germans maybe feeling weird about shooting Nazi Germans in World War II games. But the other thing to keep in mind is that compared to the modern day Japanese government, the German government has done a lot more to apologize for war crimes and educate their kids and, and be aware of the dangers of nationalism compared to the Japanese curriculum where, where there's a lot more activism being done to try to get them to build the monuments and issue apologies and teach more World War II history to the kids.
2: Yes, I would say, okay, but...
1: When comparing Japanese versus German nationalism in sticky historical topics, I do think you need to consider a bit of that as well.
2: I mean, yes, if we are considering that, but in terms of what Ghost of Tsushima is as a video game, I don't think this matters. It doesn't. It's a 700-year-old story about a time when Korea wasn't even Korea. Like, it didn't exist. It, Japan could have been a different place as well if that it was the way history went. But to say that and then not factor in the fact that American studios make games about war in a time when war happens contributed by Americans and it's run by a person who is absolutely disgusting yes many parts of the japanese uh, government might be nationalistic and definitely are horrible people like the dragon quest composer who is a terrible human being you actively have a government run by people who don't even help their own people let alone other countries and have no respect for other countries i don't know like the one is like very much a problem the other is like, yeah, if this was set in World War II and you were playing the Japanese forces, yes, I can see yeah. this yeah. might be a problem.
1: But I, I agree. I feel like that, that just explains why some people out there would be offended and why I doubt anyone's going to be offended by Valhalla. Nobody's going to be
2: offended. Has anybody ever been... A, like, the Native American Assassin's Creed, I mean, was were people offended by that? I don't know if they were, but like... That would be the one that would strike in my mind as the one maybe people were offended by? I I don't know.
1: It's just funny because I don't remember controversy. And I almost, I don't know if this is, you know, the gamer defense force in me wanting to say it, but I almost feel like I remember people like applauding Connor's character for being well-researched and consulted. Hmm. So one thing from the Valhalla trailer that I did think was immediately weird and looked fishy to me is that you see the Vikings raiding and pillaging and like women and children are running out of a burning village with their arms in the air. But then it cuts to our hero who's, like, escorting some of them to safety. And and I am really curious to see how they try to play these guys as good guys and heroes in the narrative. I doubt it'll offend anyone, but I'm really interested to see.
2: I think the way they're going for it is because it doesn't seem that it's, like, full-on, like, beginning of invasion Vikings. It's, like, invasion already happened, and the Vikings are kind of spread throughout England already, and then a lot of English people have already teamed up with the Vikings. Like some of the gameplay I saw, they had lords who had already teamed up with the Vikings. So they're going to be like, well, this is the good English people <laughs> and they're supporting the Vikings.
1: <laughs> it's a conspiracy. This is from Hater. Uh, we have one hater in, in our Patreon who asks, <laughs> this reminds me of the, the I, I, I almost forgot his name. One of the most popular podcasters in the world who keeps getting in a bunch of trouble, but God forbid me if I have to mention him right now. Bro Jogan, are video games a waste of time or does capitalism make us think that every hour we spend not developing something to monetize feels like a waste of time? If we enjoy doing something, is it a waste of time? Is that momentary happiness actually worth pursuing? Is happiness a noble pursuit, even when it comes at the cost of productivity? Ah, I saw a. -A -A. Is that what it is? Ah, Yeah. And then he ended
0: it with a. ah. Ah. Ah, ah, this this is ah. ways to to approach this, but I I'm gonna approach it like this because we we've talked about the benefits of video games even when you're growing up and stuff like uh you can tell this is different than someone who's played video games when they're young and someone who didn't like it just this is, some dots are connected that's like a deep discussion but I I when you're older and you have your job and you have a life and and you know. Your extra time, how do you spend it? Do you spend it chasing after that dollar, or do you use a vice? You know, I think everyone spends their time differently, and let's say you read a book or whatever like that, or go on vacation i I think anything that relieves your stress. If you're playing video games at a healthy dose, like I like I was saying like a couple a few podcasts ago that I took a break from from video games to reset myself because I was just using it too much as like a, a bit of a crutch. Yeah. Especially when yeah, things I were going that. going ham over here. And thought it'd last longer. Yeah. Yeah. And so I enjoyed it a lot more when I came to it. I, I think everything within healthy doses is good. Uh, video games is no different from fucking watching Netflix all day, which which people constantly say they do binge worthy episode. It's the same fucking thing. To put video games in this category, where oh, it's video games, it's child shit. Like the thinking that of that is just so <laughs> so backwards to me. It's it's in the same category of all that. If anything, video games are more stimulating. Uh, Um, in some ways, depending on what it is, like I said, there's multiple ways to go at this, but at, I think at the end of the day, it's relieving some of your stress from your day or whatever. I mean, there's, there's studies out there of relieving stress. Like it's, it's good to take a moment, have a vacation. If you're working constantly and most Americans do, I don't know how it is over there in Japan. Well, I I think I actually do know you salary, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, taking a moment to breathe um is always good. um go ahead
2: i i I can't add any more to that. Matt is 100 percent right. Like everybody who follows me on Twitter will know I thought the Joe Rogan thing was fucking stupid. It's the fucking guy's got no idea what he's on about. <laughs> he's got archaic views on video games. he's picking he but he knows his specific audience. He knows that is what will make him tick, and that's what he knows will stand out. It's easy to pick at video games as those bones. Why do you sit around listening to a two-hour fucking broseph talk about anything like you're going to learn stuff? It's so strange. You don't have to follow your hobby and be passionate about your hobby to turn it into monetary value and gain something out of it. A hobby is a hobby for a reason. Video games are your hobby and that's what you like doing. Fucking do it. That you don't have to go out and, and grind really hard to like make something out of the time you're wasting in video games. You don't. As Matt said entirely, you've got to take a breather from everything else. It's his point is so stupid. It's not a waste of time. That's how you relax. What are you going to do? If you don't like watching Netflix, if you don't like playing sports, what are you going to do? You could watch TV. It's the same thing. Like I, I don't know it, like how somebody gets this thinking. There is nothing wrong. Go, go outside
0: for a hike, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, more hike is more acceptable. Oh, you go on hikes?
2: Ooh. Like, it's it's just, you know. like. I'll, oh, you I'll... do jujitsu? Cool, dude. That's great for you. Not into it. They, like,
1: fair enough. I, I would like to cite literally any study that comes to the conclusion that happy people are productive people. Yes. I would also like to posit the idea that in history, before the printing press, before electronic communications and mass media, things like religion and and community activities filled that gap Mm -hmm. of what made people happy and how they entertained themselves and stimulated their minds when they weren't doing miserable farming and mining work. I, whatever, every generation in history will have some kind of big time sink that That will, they'll put their free time into to give their life's meaning, keep them from committing suicide and, and, and giving them an excuse to enjoy existence rather than, than grind away for other, make other people money with existence.
0: Yeah. There's like a, a, there was a study of like men who take a week vacation out of the year, 30% lower on, on heart attack risk.
1: That's ridiculous. I, I also think it's a little silly that that Bro Jogan himself kind of presents the, the man-child dude bro sort of character that you see yeah. appealing to a lot of people in the video game industry media as well. Like it's it's a lot of the the same thrills of of hearing something spicy about a topic you're really fascinated in. And uh the the subjective enjoyment of that gives life meaning and purpose beyond Making making the rich man more money. You know it sucks because
0: it, it's he doesn't have a bad show. You know,
1: like uh, I I don't more. know I wouldn't I I've never listened to it I wouldn't I've, know I've
0: I've, I've watched uh, I've been watched full episodes but I've watched a few things and maybe I've actually I watched a couple episodes, like Elon Musk and um a couple like yeah, scientists and stuff like it, it's interesting talks you know but it's so it so it sucks to to hear you know it's like oh. Video games are, you know, a waste of time, whatever. And then he has some other other fucking white dude on. the, Yeah, 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 you're right.
1: The, the big criticism is when he has actual people who skid the line with neo-Nazism on there and then does not challenge them. Yeah, yeah. Like, like on top of having them in the first place, then not challenging them once they're there. Mm-hmm. And then he's also done some really dangerous coronavirus conspiracy theories oh, really? claims lately. Yeah, yeah, masks are for pussies. <laughs> That's the uh, the quote. Oh my gosh. We're all gonna die. And, and, and I, I believe in that episode he did have someone who was challenging him, someone who is also like like an MMA fighter. That's the other aspect to it that gives grand irony to Bro Jogan's comments is that in his it the game he plays and the game he's he made his career out of, if you die in that game, you do die in real life. <laughs> Like that actually is violence. Getting good at that game does require you to learn how to be violent. Where Where are the studies on that? I wonder. I wonder what mental health and physical health and you know family relationships are like among the uh, the 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 MMA community of fighters. What's uh wh- wh- What are the demographic statistics on on their healthcare looking like? I wonder. And if that's uh, better or worse than game development and ge- video game players. Maybe one day uh, we'll get away from the whole,
0: oh, video games are are bad and for children. We are. Like my- we
1: are. You hear less and less of it every year, yeah. to be honest. The more the and more the money. older generation dies off and the more, the more the 80s kids grow up, you hear less of it every year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you enjoy playing video games, don't let anybody stop you. Exactly. You guys have been playing The Hunt together, having a great time. We played Jackbox with our lovely Discord members the other day. We had a great time. Made my day. Like. Be healthy, just, though. Ugh. Be healthy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely be healthy. I'm always going to say be healthy. Everything. Yeah, a
2: larger point than I think what he was talking about was addiction. Right? Yes. But he's just using video games as the obvious answer to it. Yeah. Which is archaic and stupid but yes you know sometimes it can be taken to levels that are unhealthy
0: but everything can everything can i'm not just saying that for video games yes exactly I mean, everything can
1: like it's like oh only video games are addicting
0: no no
1: that's not the way the world works and and addiction happens when people like have a hole in their lives that they got to fill with something yes. that's yes. that's what you know the vices and the entertainment have historically served. I'm sure we all have known weird grandparents who kind of might have seemed addicted to religion. And yep. Oh yeah. boy,
0: I have stories of my like I, when I grew up my hair. Oh my god, I, I had like hair all the way down to my my shoulders, and my grandma wouldn't even look me in the eye. She was so Christian, <laughs> so, so Christian, dude. Oh my gosh. It's not the reason why I'm not Christian now because of her or whatever. my own stuff, but like my God, like her her Christianity did not help with, with like. Just tell her you had Jesus hair. Yeah, yeah. It, well, that's what it was called. I I used to get it wet and it was just like curl down. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, you boy. didn't.
1: You didn't do the fro. I did have a fro.
0: Yeah, all through high school. I, had I would like love to huge, see you with the fro. Fucking mess. Yeah, I had like a mixed mixed hair um situation going on. Um, but yeah, like earrings, also fucked with that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah, religion, man. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I'll stop there. Religion, man, will make people do some weird stuff. You got you got to be healthy with it, man. You got to have your own brain. You got to think like well, whatever. What are these rules here? But
1: yeah, I I feel like so much of history makes sense if you think back on how that was the only book. You could even feasibly print for yeah. centuries upon centuries upon centuries that was the mass media
0: just to clarify i have, I have friends that are Christian here, like like believe what you want to believe like for sure you know but we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and like we're not gonna do we're not
1: gonna do that, right? right? everyone's quiet. Why are you why are you guys quiet? We're not gonna sit here and just like trash on <laughs> Oh, I would love to someday, but maybe maybe on a different podcast. Yeah, Patreon exclusive years in the future. You know, we just we just choose to do our thing. Like because
2: I have bones with religion.
1: <laughs> not to a mass audience. To
2: to our to our exclusive tears. Having faith and being religious two different things to me and i feel like faith is the one that mm. people should have and you shouldn't you know mess with somebody's faith but the the, <laughs> the differences in religion and the things that abide by strict rules of religion that is when it's problematic
1: i i gotta say a lot of my mind changed when i started reading all this ancient history stuff yeah reading the bible with like in a, a wikipedia in the other tab <laughs> is a way different experience from going to church if you can like look up the references in the history and what yeah. all of the the poetic metaphors actually mean it's a way different story than 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 what what you might have thought growing up
2: and you'll find out a lot of the bible stories are rewritten old stories from previous cultures that had ended beforehand
1: <laughs> we, we
0: always break the rules on this fucking podcast politics we, just, religion. we should we should get out of it we're just, it's like fucking going ham, and people are like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." I, I would say <laughs> this though. Um, just, just, just a, what I usually tell people. Um, it, I enjoy the churches. Um, that have a community aspect to it. Like they go out. I I grew up with churches. Um, they're not going to be the mega churches. I'm just going to put that out there. They're not going to be the mega white churches. They're going to be like the the black communities. And maybe Hispanic communities, especially in Miami, who went out and outreached and gave to the fucking poor every freaking Saturday. And then after church, everyone had a cookout. Like, that aspect of it was always pretty healthy. And and it's kind of needed in those neighborhoods that are not uh, high income, should I say. Right, right. And that's, for me, when I think about church, I think about that as... A good purpose for it. Instead of it, just you're going to Sunday and you're paying this dude to have a nice car, you know, and stuff like that. You know, they're actually out there. They're actually paying the rent for the church. They're actually like giving back to the community. Everyone, everyone's grandmas out there putting their foot up in in the soup, and 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 collard greens and cornbread, and they're fucking killing it. And everyone has a meal on Sunday, so. I don't know. I just, just 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 the way I think about church. Um, even though I don't I definitely have moved way past that uh growing growing up. But yeah. Why did we get on this subject? <laughs> why did, Video games. <laughs> why did we why did we go here? I think uh it's my fault. Yeah,
1: we talked about grandma. <laughs> what makes life meaningful? Yeah.
2: Like and grandma.
0: and
1: what makes life meaningful for you is waiting every week for the Dad and Sons podcast to come out on hopefully Friday evening Eastern Your time-ish. Religion. Uh if you would once again, if you would like to send us any questions, uh mail them off to Sons podcast at gmail.com. Thank thank you to everyone for listening. Thanks to Ryan Lafford for our theme song thanks to henry eng for the animated youtube background that just looks so wonderfully comfy and cozy uh remember that you can follow us all individually on our individual twitter accounts and hang out with us personally in that five dollar patreon discord until then until your life is given meaning once again during next week's dadcast
2: the only podcast you should take advice from have, have
1: uh, d- yeah, delete all, all the episodes of Joe Rogan you've ever listened to in your life from your brain and your computer and do do you do like 160 hours of work uh, stay on the clock all the time until the next, the next episode comes out because video games in this are the only thing that, that give life meaning, right? <laughs> oh.
3: <Wow>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>